This edition of the KTM Summer Grill literally could go off the rails because our guest does a very good impersonation of me <laughs> and it's great to get him on to talk about the flying end to the season he had, what he's looking forward to in 2024 in a condensed Tickford racing outfit. Thomas Randall, welcome to the Summer Grill. Thanks, Rusty, and uh, good day, AVL. Yeah, I was I was tempted to do an introduction there, but uh, maybe I'll save it for the for the outro. Hey, you've still got that blonde hair under that cap, I think. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that. Come on. So, uh, look, um, you know, Tickford's been known for doing some pretty cool social media content. Um, the the wizard that is Tom Rattenbury makes some amazing videos and uh you know we did the we did a tickford hangover style video at the end of last year uh we did a three-part au falcon series this year called the tickford cup and then yeah we'd been sort of brainstorming as a group as a collective myself cam james declan and tim and tom about okay we've got to go out with a bang at the end of the year and uh we'd been sort of brainstorming for a couple of months about literally doing a hangover recreation and uh yeah i guess i we all committed to the cause so uh yeah I, sunday after the race out the back of the pits not sure if avl was still there but um declan and i had our hair bleached so uh first time for me bleaching my hair <laughs> oh, I, I saw <laughs> it don't you worry i saw it happening yeah yeah so uh look all for a good cause and um you know cam had the scullet as we call it. So he had pretty much all the hair on the front three quarters of his head shaved off and the, and the, the mullet was still hanging off the back. And then for JC, we did the inverted version of that. So he still had his fringe and then everything else was gone. But yeah, it came out pretty well. And uh, I think it was well received amongst everyone. So that's, that's you know, we just wanted to, I guess, another lighthearted and, and funny video to send off the year. And I mean, it's, it's a great way for everyone to see our personalities. Totally. And, I guess that's that's part of the sport. Everyone sort of sees you in a serious mode on on TV, trying to win races and and you know get pole positions. But there's uh, there's personalities behind the faces, and that's what we try and uh, showcase. I've literally never seen you in serious mode on the television once in my whole entire life. But was it sort of rock paper scissors as to who got the bleach and who got to actually shave their heads? Because it's <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know which one's better or worse. I don't know what you'd be going for. Well, actually, JC said he's never had short hair. So um, all through his career, he's had, I guess, medium to long hair. There was a period there a few, well, many years ago where he had quite long hair, but he never had short hair. So, um, yeah, to see that. And, and Cam's had that mullet, I swear, forever. Uh, he sort of has had the corporate look before, but I feel like being sponsored by Monster, the mullet kind of suits him. So to see them both rock up at the gala, with uh, full number two shaved heads was, was quite funny. And um, I guess Declan and I were equally as hilarious with our very much raw bleached hair, very orange and yellow. But uh, I can say I have been at the hairdresser since and it's now full, fully properly blonde and I, I'm just going to let it grow out. And <laughs> I think my dad will be happy to see it go back to dark brown. Great work. Give us a report card on the year that was. We talked in the introduction about the fact that you, you know, you had a podium there in the the Castro Mustang and Adelaide and so on, um, and how much, given the big change that the team is about to make, back to two cars or going to two cars, I should say, um, how excited you are about twenty twenty four? Very excited. Um, I guess to sum up the year, it's, it's yeah, definitely been up and down. I know that probably a lot of people say that, but. 
to think literally 12 months ago, there was like one bare chassis, a centre section at Tickford this time. And the fact that they were able to build four, all the guys and girls there, like working public holidays and, you know, 16-hour days to build four race cars like they have and race them through the year. There's, you know, we had two engine fires um, earlier in the year. One at, uh, well, not in my car, but as a team, two engine fires, one at the Grand Prix, one up at Hidden Valley. And, you know, I guess the parity was a very big talking point, still is. And I'm looking forward to see how all that process goes over in America and uh, and with the engine program here as well. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's been tough for, for everyone. But to walk away from the year and say that, hey, we actually got, yeah, four podiums, a pole position, didn't get a race win, but, um, you know, to, to finish almost in the top 10, given the year that it was, I think is, is really cool. And there was quite a lot of changes throughout the year for Tickford as well. My engineer, um, he's moved to BRT. So the last two rounds I've, uh, I, I changed to Chris Stuckey, which, um, which has been really fun, but, you know, I guess up until that point, I've been working with Ray Lau and, you know, that change happened for Gold Coast. And I guess the team made the announcement sort of two thirds into the year or after I think the bend or just before the bend that the team was going back to two cars. So that's you know, quite a, quite a big business decision for Tickford. And mm. there's a lot of staff at Tickford racing. So including the drivers too, I guess a lot was up in the air at the time and um, you know, to try and make sure you can put that out of your mind and focus on the job is a, a really important thing. And yeah, I felt like, I guess the back end of the year, um, you know, it was a pretty strong way to finish the season for the Car 55 team. And, um, yeah, it's going to be different next year, going back to two cars, but I'm, I'm pretty excited to uh, to see what happens. And um, I think it's going to be really strong for Tickford. Was it a bit concerning when you are hearing stories about the, the team scaling back? Obviously, there's no guarantees. You've got four drivers in the team. There's only going to be two cars available next year. Was there times when you felt a little bit in the dark, a little bit like man, I've got to get out there on track and perform because I need to make sure I'm earning my spot next year. It's pretty cutthroat, AVL, and it was pretty much like that. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, you've got to sort of put it out of your mind that, um, yeah, it's it, 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 you could be the one on the chopping block, I guess. And but I think uh, I think that we just announced it and um, we had the SMP round and that was a pretty torrid round for myself. Um, I don't even think we're in the top 20, so it was... Yeah, then, then you start doubting yourself and, um, you know, thinking what's going to happen, but um, rolled into the bend and I just wanted to ignore everything. And there were so many rumours about lots of things, um, other teams as well and drivers and, and movements from other personnel, whether it be engineers, mechanics, all that stuff. And I thought, you know what, none of that stuff, worrying about that is going to make me a better driver and faster on the track. I just need to focus on what I know I can do and, and the processes that mm. I guess I've had throughout my career and, Working with AK, our, our team, um, I guess, uh, performance coach and, um, you know, my family as well, backing me and all my supporters and sponsors. And, yeah, we rolled into Tail and Bend. And this was still pre-aero change. And, yeah, it was a dream weekend to, to come away with three podiums, pole position, second for the rounds. Um, and leading into the Enduros, yeah, I was, I was feeling pretty confident. So, um, yeah, that was probably a turning point, I guess. And... Yeah, then the, the the second part of that was then we had the air upgrades for Gold Coast and um, 
yeah, we nearly got a podium there and, and then to get the podium at the Adelaide 500 again was, was really cool for everyone. And yeah, it's, like I said, it's been a tough end of the year for the team in that regard, but I think everyone got through it really well. And um, yeah, to get Cam to get a couple of wins as well was, was pretty cool. When you talk about the, the change, you know, some of the drivers that are departing the fold, the change in staffing and Tim Edwards is obviously off to, to work for supercars and so on. Big, I mean, they're a big loss um, on the one side of the ledger, but on the other side, I guess you could say you, you, it's an opportunity for a fresh set of, of circumstances. From what you're seeing from an ingredient standpoint, are you confident for, for 2024 and so on? I am confident, definitely. I mean, yeah, to touch on that point, Tim's been with the team for 19 years, yes. so and Trudy as well. So I guess they're part of the furniture and, um, you know, he's been at the helm of, what was FPR, ProDrive, and now Tickford for quite a long time. And I guess for Tim, he's always been on in just one garage, you know, whether it be his time in Formula One or in supercars. And it's quite a big change for him to go to supercars, uh, which I think is going to be really good for the sport. But he'll be able to go into everyone's team and, and see everything, which is uh, probably a bit different for him. And he doesn't have, a, you know, one team to 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 cheer on and one team that he's backing now he's uh, got to look out for the sport for the category and try and you know Im- improve um supercars depending what area that is i mean i think we have a great category already but yeah there's certainly always areas to improve and um yeah that's a big challenge for tim but in terms of for tickford yeah there's plenty of ingredients and i think We've seen that over the last couple of rounds as well, that yeah, it's just growing and growing. And to get a double podium at Adelaide, um, yeah, was was pretty special. We got another double, double podium at the Bend. I've known Cam for a long time. You know, we raced carts against each other many, many years ago and uh, we're good mates. And yeah, we hang out a fair bit off the track as well. And we work together closely with AK. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for what 2024 will bring. Who's better at flying model planes, you or Cam? <laughs> um, I'm sure it gets competitive. I'm sure it gets competitive. He's good at crashing them, to be honest. <laughs> um, he's probably better at flying them. Yeah, he's got a couple of cool um, electric jets that uh, we take out. And, um, yeah, we have shunted a few, but uh, that's part of the fun of it, that's for sure. <laughs> I, um, you know, I remember you and I had dinner at Phillip Island last year on the MotoGP weekend and I said I reckon next year you really need to step up and be the number two at Tickford like it's time to do that and you said I'm going to try my best and the second half of this year you've absolutely done that you mentioned the bend as a turning point has it did it take a bit longer to find your feet in supercars and hit the stride that you've now hit maybe than you expected it to oh I think in ways um I mean it's a tough one it's it's such a competitive category and a tenth of a second can be the difference between qualifying in a 10 and qualifying, you know, 15th and 16th. And the thing about supercars is it is a qualifying category and a lot of sprint races that we do, if you qualify, yeah, 15th, it's very hard to, to move into the 10. And uh, yeah, last year was a, a big learning year. There was um, certainly more lows than highs, but I felt like we showed a lot of promise and a lot of, I guess, cursed things that happened last year, um, we got them out of the way. And uh, it's funny, I've got a friend of mine who works at Australia Post in analytics and he actually made up an Excel spreadsheet last year of my cursed season. <laughs> and uh, it's amazing to look at all the things that happened that, I guess, prevented from a lot of what should have been. And 
I mean, I guess that some people say you make your own luck in, in racing, but I feel like this year we executed a lot more, which is, which is great. At the end of the day, when you finish a race or a race meeting, you want to be able to put your heads together and say, all right, but I think we executed everything that we could today in the race or over the weekend. And um, I felt like that was a lot more of a case this year, which it sort of shows that when you can execute well and when you know what you can execute, that's when I think the results come. And when the results come, I feel like it's just validation for all the hard work that, that goes into it. And yeah, there was a lot of times last year where it was so close to being a good result and then things that didn't go that way. And, um, you know, like for example, Adelaide last year, we had so much speed and I, I crashed at turn eight, pretty much bent the car like a banana. And then you got to race two races and you sort of hanging around mid the mid teens. And yeah, it's a bit frustrating. Whereas this year, um, yeah, we had the speed and we showed that, um, yeah, the second race came off second best with the battle with SVG. But again, I think we showed that the speeds there and, um, the back half of the season was really strong. Um, yeah, first half of the season was tough, a few teething issues, and we had some good form at Perth, but had a yeah, mechanical issue that ruled us out of one of the races there. But look, everyone's got a story. I'm just uh, excited to hit the ground running uh, next year and take off from where we finished this year. The new car, everyone's you know had their view on it, the, the change and so on. When was the moment you felt in sync with it, where you felt like you you understood it and related to it, and you know was it was it the bend? I think probably Townsville, um, the Sunday race is when I, I sort of everything started clicking and, and, and that qualifying as well, got in the shootout, had a strong race. Um, the Saturday race was really good as well. Um, just towards the last five laps, I blew the tires off it, but I learned a lot. And, um, I would say that weekend was the turning point. Um, you know, I mean, it helps when you have car speed, but you got to be able to use it as well. And those 250k races, especially a track with high degradation, it's um, it's easy to fall into the trap of all right, I got the speed, I can use it, but actually you're burning the tire. And um, if you have a late safety car and you've used the tire up, then you're pretty much stuffed. So um, that was, I'd say, that was the turning point. Um, but I, you know, I really enjoy these Gen Three cars a lot. Um, you look at somewhere like Gold Coast where. We're actually on the same tire compound as last year, and and the qualifying times were within a tenth of a second of last year. So, I think these cars are actually probably faster than we we're expecting. Um, granted, high speed they're not as fast. I think low speed they're they, they can be faster because they're lighter, the lower center of gravity. They look great. I feel like you can race a lot closer than the old cars. But yeah, the, the hardest thing has been that if you try and overwork the tire to race someone then uh yeah you can blow the tire off so that's probably the, the tricky part but um i thought the racing was was pretty good at adelaide and gold coast um yeah they might be a little bit fragile too but um i think there's a there's really good potential with the gen 3 product you're a super analytical driver i mean you obviously your your day job in between racing cars is 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 training drivers and mentoring drivers at dream simulations there. How uh, helpful was that? You've got a Gen 3 model there. How helpful was that during the year as you were trying to get your head around this car, having that resource of like your own fully professional simulator? Well, I'll just touch on that. You were one of the drivers too that I uh, got to train as well. That's why I know how good but, a teacher uh, you are. Very helpful. I've got to thank uh, the whole team at ASR, Australian Sim Racing. Um, they're the ones that actually modeled the car and uh, and built the car for the sim and 
the beauty is, is that we're able to alter the physics model. And I guess at the start of the year, we didn't have a lot of data on the, on the actual car. So um, throughout the year, we've been sort of correlating the data that we get off the track to the sim. And then you're able to alter whether it's the, the car model, the, the engine, aero, tyre model, all that sort of thing, the braking performance. So the car feels cl as close as you can to the real thing. And I mean, for example, at Adelaide, I think my fastest lap on the sim was within a tenth and a half of what was done on the oh, weekend. Wow. So to have that um, that model is is fantastic. And I've, I've got a, a resource overseas that um, I contract to help build and, and modify tracks so we can have the models, the track models as well, as close to the real thing. And, and yeah, I find that really helps, especially when you have limited track running and Adelaide, you know, Thursday was wet and then you roll into Friday, one 30 minute dry session before qualifying. And, you know, we were fastest. I'm not saying that it was all the simulator, but certainly helps that um, I guess I can spend as many hours as I want on the simulator and whether it's working on uh, turning points or technique, trying different things, um, you know, it's all relevant and that's where I think it comes in handy. And, and like you said, we have a, a whole bunch of guys and girls that come and use the sim, whether it's super two, Carrera Cup, 86, Aussie racing cars, GTs. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's really good, especially when track time is so limited. I think it was your pole lap at the bend where like the, the simulation and the onboard was like frighteningly similar. It was incredible. Yeah, it's, um, it's amazing how close you can get it. And yeah, to do that split screen was really cool actually. And um, it, yeah, it just shows that I think what we do in the sim is uh is pretty realistic to i mean look it's never going to be the same you don't have the fear factor you don't have that that sense the full sense of speed but to be able to just get out on the track and immediately know all right i know where i want, where I want to break uh, and all that sort of thing and yeah the lap times there were also pretty similar so that that's that that is a pretty cool feeling we're going to let you go because you are busy at a Castrol sponsor function there in Auckland, so you've got to go off and do some work. It would be remiss of us, before we leave, if you didn't give us your very best safety announcement. What Apparently you can copy what I do at the Grand Prix pretty closely, so give it your best before you go, quick. Uh, well, I was actually going to do an outro. Okay, go, go. You do the outro. You do the outro. Then. Come on. All right, okay. This is with no vocal warm-up, Rusty, <laughs> but uh, we'll see how we go, all right? Thank you for listening to the KTM Summer Grill. I'm your host, Greg Rust, and joined his AVL and Thomas Randall. Enjoy your evening. <laughs> and that, on that note, we're yeah. going to wrap it up. <laughs> All thanks to Thomas Randall. <laughs> Check back in on the Speed Cafe website tomorrow to see who our next guest is. Bye for now. You could be a winner each episode of the Summer Grill. KTM are giving you the chance to win a bar stool, a mug, and this race-inspired clock as well. So there's more good reasons to tune in and hear from some of the stars of World Motorsport here as a part of the KTM Summer Grill. All you gotta do is click on the link below, fill in your details, and you could be in the running to win.